Hello. Thanks for listening to Tea with Terry. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. And if you are, we'd appreciate you hitting the like button and maybe leaving a review and uh, also subscribing. If you'd like to contact us, reach out to us on Instagram at Tea with Terry Podcast. Now, on to the show. So, hey, welcome to episode seven. Now I know what episode it is, unlike last week, which I had no idea. Lucky number seven. Yes, it is. It, uh, are you keeping this in your diary? Uh, my planner, my empty planner is just waiting. It's just waiting for me to get the courage to go open it up. Okay, Terry, we've got to talk a little bit about the intro to the show. Do you have any ideas? Um, no. Okay. Well, that's... Uh, so I was thinking we could do like the beginning of Wheel of Fortune, you know, where the crowd goes, T with... Terry! Hey, it's Tea with Terry with our two hosts. That's one idea. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. All right, Miss uh, Miss Pants. What idea do you I don't. Have? Well, I mean, maybe just like a little, tiny little drum roll. And then just you. I like your voice better than mine. So you could just say like, hey, Tea with Terry. You mean just a Tea with Terry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it so creepy. Yeah, it's a. You made it so creepy. We could do it like Masterpiece Theater, like, hello, today on Tea with Terry, <laughs> we're going to explore <laughs> the wonders that are Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay, you watched that movie. What'd you think about okay. it? Peanut Butter Falcon. Right. You thought it was amazing. Yeah, let me let me tell you. And so, Peanut Butter Falcon. I don't want to give away the ending for anybody that hasn't yeah, watched it. I, just... I will tell you, I liked. 98% of this movie. It was a feel-good movie. It is a feel-good movie. They, uh, they did some obvious tropes that they do and those kind of things, but it was well done, and I liked the acting, and I hated the ending. So I'm not going to yeah. say what happened, but I can just say, like I said it in previous episodes, I like for the bad guys to have really bad things happen to them and for the good guys to have wonderful right off into the sunset moments. And that is where the most ironic part of your makeup, that you like the killing crime spree shows, but then like that movie with the thing that happened and then the other thing, and you're like, burp. Don't well, like because it. the Killing Spry Creek shows, they like I didn't like the movie Seven because it had a really dark ending. But a lot of the Killer Crime Creek, they get the guy, they stop the criminal, they fix, you know, they, they bring closure to it and they keep him from killing anybody else. Well, I like shows that leave me, oh, all right, like everything isn't always tied in a bow. Let me rewrite the end of the Peanut Butter Falcon, which won't give away anything to people who haven't watched it. So, what I would have had is very at the end. Had the atomic throw going. Bad guys are coming in. And then that's when the Secret Service drives in, grabs the bad guys, and throws them against the building. And that's when you find out that Zach is actually the long-lost grandson of the president that he's been looking for him everywhere. And he's a multimillionaire. And he and the guy and the girl all get whisked away on the helicopter to their private island where they're all going to get to live and fish and be wonderful together. And the Secret Service said, we got warrants and all you guys and all the bad guys got put in the back of a squad car. Just if you changed that part of it, then you just changed the entire movie. So... It well, wasn't supposed right, but to Zach, end that way. Zach was in in an institution because his family was gone. They didn't have any family for him. But at the very end, we find family. Yeah, you just have to appreciate things that are not perfect, Steve. You have to like the imperfection in the world. The world is not a perfect Look, place. I deal with imperfection every well, day. If I'm going to watch a movie for two hours, I want I want to feel like 
Yes. Every once in a while, everything works out the way it's supposed to I don't think out. it does. And it, that's, that's why I can't give five stars to Peanut Butter Falcon. It's got to go four stars. Well, you're the only person I've talked to that didn't love it. So I'll make sure to pass that along. Well, you to need to talk person. to more more geeks that like science fiction. And or see what they science say. fiction or murder. I'm actually not a big fan of the murder genre. I do that because Lisa likes mysteries. And that's something that we both can watch. I would just watch science fiction. But and you said you didn't like Ozark. I never watched Ozark because it looks like it's just a crime drama. It's really thing. not, though. Honestly. It's about a guy that moves to the Ozarks to launder money for Mexican cartels. That is what it's about, but it's not just about, like, the, the character, um... They kill people. It's more a show about the, the way they relate to each other, like, the husband and wife, or they don't have a great marriage. Ugh. The daughter's basically raising the son. Yeah, I, I, it just sounds to me like it's just a long, you know, 90210 I never episode. saw that. Good. Don't, don't. Not endorsing that at all. But hey... I haven't told you about Finland. No, and I want to hear about okay, it. Okay, so so the, the we cliffhanger was off. So last, you know, yeah. and by the way, leading into Finland, I've got to tell you a different story that was from Switzerland, and then I'll move on to Finland. Okay, okay. so I'm in right. I'm in Switzerland with a German guy named Jurgen, and this kind of gets into the whole the whole you know comfortable silence thing and we're just walking. We had a few hours to kill between meetings, and we were walking in Zurich, and I was trying to explain to him because Germans are very precise. And, you know, if there's a reason to do anything, they'll have, they'll do it. And if there's not a reason, then they won't. Wait, Zurich is in Germany. No, Zurich is in Switzerland. It's in Austria. No, uh, no, it's not in Austria. It's Zurich, Switzerland. I don't think you're right. Really? Because I've been to that airport and I've never been to Switzerland. I think it's in Austria. No, it's Vienna is in Austria. Or Germany. No, it's not in Zurich. I'm looking it up. Okay, you keep okay, talking. Okay, you you go through and do your Google <laughs> stuff while I'm talking. So anyway, so and I, I was just trying to explain. So Jürgen was talking about. I was getting, I was frustrated dealing with Germans for business because they're so compartmentalized and they don't, and he's like, Steve, that's just what we do. We don't, we don't have a lot of interactions in social. And I tried to explain to him, hey, when you're in Louisiana, if you ask for directions, you're going to have a 20 minute conversation. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, well, where are you going? You know, who do you know in them? Oh, I've been down. I know that. I was like, that's how it is. He's like, that's weird. No way. Well, about five minutes later after that conversation, a woman comes up to me and says, I'm, I'm, ask me, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to be rude, but I heard your accent. Can I ask you where you're from? And I said, well, I'm, a, I'm from the U.S., from Texas, but originally I'm from Louisiana. And she goes, what part? I said, Lafayette. She goes, oh, my God, I'm from Baton Rouge. And then for the next no. 20 minutes, we're talking. She's like, oh, my husband's doing this. And I was like, oh, we're... And the whole time, the German's just looking at us. And like, and then at one... Like he just can't even... Right, and then at one point, she goes, well, I got to go this way. I was like, well, hey, it's good talking to you. And then, and then we leave. And I look at him, <laughs> and he goes, that is the single weirdest thing I have ever witnessed in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it, you know, Cajuns can find each other. I don't know how, but it's just that we do. Because you and I went on that tour in Rome, and it was with you and me, Stephen, I mean, um, Keith and Lisa, of course, and then the two other couples that were from Baton Rouge. Yeah, well, do you? I don't know if you knew, you weren't with us when we were there in Bergen, Norway, and somebody started playing When the Saints, and, we, and all of a sudden we hear these four people go, When the Saints! I'm like, oh my God, they're from Louisiana. We turn around, Wait, where was and I? they were, uh, this oh, was the day that? that we had gotten there before you, remember? We got there a day before you guys, oh, and then okay. uh, we right. turned, and they were all from New Orleans. And we're talking like, like, so yeah, well, when you're that loud, obnoxious, you can, it's like beacons. You can hear each other and you'll but find each other. I swear people from Louisiana just 
find each because other. Because we, we talk to each other and a, we're nice. And so, we, you know, two people from Germany, true. from Bonn, Germany, could sit right next to each other and never know it because they will never exchange a single word, which gets back to Finland. Because I remember last week I told well, you. Well, I do want to stop you and say you were right. Zurich is in Switzerland. I got it confused with Munich. Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, we flew in to Munich. I got to tell you, at some point when I was in Munich, because I did the, uh, the Audi racetrack, which was freaking ridiculously cool but anyway well that airport is ridiculously cool. yeah it was like, that airport is very extremely awesome yeah i normally cool. fly to frankfurt when i go to germany but anyway so so now okay. on to finland so i'm in finland in the middle of this winter and, and like i said you know oh cheaper i'm going out that night there's only one real club that's in downtown helsinki and they were like is it like an ice bar no it was it was like it looked like a house and when i get in it it was one of the coolest nightclubs i've ever been to it's three stories tall we got there at like nine o'clock at night and i stayed till three in the morning and i met like people from sweden from russia from the uk all these different people, but I, I learned two things in that experience. The first one is Finnish people cannot dance. Oh, I went. In, I went to look at the dance club, and it was literally like slow motion seizures to music. <laughs> I was just like, That's "What? Is, what? Awesome. Uh, it was terrible." But anyway, but the big. But is that music all techno? It was techno. Like, it, it, like, like, it was techno music. They're just feeling it. They're just doing what feels They're right. feeling something. What was that Saturday Night Live sprocket? And he had on the tight black pants, and he was like doing the weird, like we're gonna dance now. Boo doodly doo. Oh, yeah. It was um Mike Myers. No, or I think something. he was German. It was yeah. German. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's what I'm picturing in this nightclub. <laughs> like everybody. No, no. No, they were all, first of all, everybody's in 17 layers because it's about 50 trillion below zero. But anyway, so so now let's fast forward to the end of the night. Like It's about three in the morning and it's starting to peter out. And I'm still with the local guy there. Um, and it's a, Yeah, are you drunk? Have you been I've been drinking, drinking but it's just steady. Well, it takes a lot. I mean, you're a big guy, so. Yeah. I, I, all right. So you're not so drunk. So I sit there and um, it's, you know, it's starting to empty out. And all of a sudden I see this, this guy. It's like late 20s or something crawls up and stands up on a table and then he starts doing this move like you, you ever seen raising the roof you know like the raise the roof dance no but i can guess like you're lifting something heavy like roof, roof. you've never seen like they're gonna raise the roof and they start pumping the their roof, hands up and down the roof the roof is on fire really i, I can guess okay, anyway. my imagination all right well that's, you're pumping your hands up and down well, he's doing kind of the same thing except he's got both of his fingers pointing like it's like just point your fingers out and he's just pumping them up and down at the ceiling and, and then kind of going in a little circle looking around and i asked guys with what is that guy doing and he goes he's trying to find some girl to go home with <laughs> and i was like yeah, well, that's going to work. Sure enough, about three minutes later, this, this attractive uh-uh. blonde girl, probably in her late 20s, looks up. She walks up, stands at the table, and then she starts doing the pointing dance just towards him. And then he turns to her and starts doing the pointing dance down to her. He climbs off the table, puts his arm around her, and they leave the bar. Uh-uh. It's like a mating ritual. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's all it takes in Finland to get a girl is to stand on a yeah, table, just- point at the ceiling, and then they just leave with you? And he's like, yeah, I told you, we don't like to talk here. I was like, this is the most amazing country I have ever been in in my entire oh, life. My. I was like, in the U.S., we got to buy dinner. We got to tell jokes. We got to be charming. Here, the guy points at the ceiling and not even in any rhythm to anything. And then people just come up and say, okay, I'm in. And then you just go. I was like, that it, it was the weirdest yet most most amazing thing that's ever happened. I think you got punked. I don't think that's what was happening. No, I, I wish I did. No, because I was like, he goes, yeah, it's had to happen to you. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is yeah, an amazing, is amazing place. Finland or is it Scandinavia? Like, know. can Lena confirm that that's something that I, I, happens in Norway? I don't know. I, I went out in Iceland in Reykjavik the last night I was there and I, I closed down all the bars. Was that when you were just there, like last June? Yeah, yeah. Oh. When we were flying back at, at 
remember I, I took a picture of mid, the midnight sunset where the sun was still yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm so sorry that I traumatized your daughter on the River Voss. Yeah, thanks. And she was afraid to go whale watching because I almost drowned your daughter. Well, I almost died too. My whole entire family almost drowned, including your daughter. Yeah. So sorry about that. Well, I shouldn't I have put her on a rib boat out in the ocean. <laughs> that was not a good, that was a testosterone right. call, not a <laughs> sensitive dad call. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, those bars are very much like a bar you would see in the U.S., not the same type of crowd. The Icelanders are, are they're pretty cool people, but no, it wasn't like. Well, I picture the Icelanders kind of hardcore, like Viking-ish. They like, are. They're, and every truck that everybody, every car in Iceland is a badass car because they all had to get through ice and off-road they're all off-road capable so it you was mean like all the tires are like all the tires they've all got the baffles so if they get into water the engines don't die and i was like this is just the coolest group of people you know everywhere but you know don and i went out all night in bergen norway that wasn't like helsinki either no it was different it was anyway we i digress but uh that was by far my weirdest that uh, that's very weird i mean our my polapalooza and your mating ritual like that, that's interesting there is one more favorite thing that happened that we were both there do you do you remember the, I, the nigerian guy at the glass cactus when we all went out there in texas the guy that was that i i, I told him he, he could only do the uh, cabbage patch dance do you remember that i don't no. was that the time that we went and and we closed down the bar <laughs> we walked in and the next thing i knew like don had paid off somebody and they put a red rope on the dance floor and called it the vip section and that's where we yeah yeah well well, then we were going and what happened is one time i was going up to get drinks to the end of the night and they have that they had this guy and i didn't know at the time but found out i talked to him he was nigerian and his guys he's got the moves i mean he's 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 moving and he's doing all this stuff and i'm like you know he's got things like he's got extra joints that that shouldn't be there and you know, just very awesome dancer. And I went up to him and I, and I just tapped him on the shoulder and he looked at me and he goes, he goes, what? And I goes, I said, I pointed over to the dance floor. I was like, you and Lisa and everybody else were there. And I was like, do you see those women right there? And he goes, yeah. I goes, well, I'm, I'm with them, but if they see you dancing like this, I got no chance. So you're gonna, uh, so you're gonna have to cut it out. And he goes, "What?" I said, "So right. you got to do something else." Stop. And he goes, and then he started cabbage patching. He was like, "This," and I was like, "Exactly." Oh my god! And then, yeah, because you do the running man. Oh, and I and so I and I rock running it. Running man and hits cabbage. But, <laughs> okay. So the rest of the night, anytime I was on the floor, if I looked up and saw him dancing, I'd I'd point to him, and he'd look at me, and he'd go, "Okay," and then he would start just cabbage patching again. That and the, very, no, and then at the end I of the night, all that. of the the three women that he were with were all from Nigeria, and him and they, Lisa was tired of dancing. And I did, we closed out the club, and they were they were awesome. They were oh really funny. God. That guy made me laugh because every time I pointed, he just cabbage patched it up. I'm like, okay, you got my back, my friend. So anyway, all right. So Terry, I told you before I wanted to play a game called Name That Show. We're gonna do this this week, and next week you you get me. Okay, I'm gonna give you. Okay. I got six six movies. Okay. So I'm gonna name two characters, two main characters, and you have to tell me what the show is. Okay. I'm excited. I feel like I can do it. And I'm gonna see. If you can get at least half of these, okay. And so, if you do more than fifty percent, I'm going to say that you're that's a okay. win. Okay. And what do I win? If I win, you have to watch Bad Words. Well, what happens if you What happens if you lose? Well, that's not going to happen. All right, we'll see. Okay, Captain okay. Kirk and Mr. Spock. That is the Starship Enterprise. Okay, that's not the name of the show. That is Space Invaders. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, you're not. Wait, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um. Okay, I could just see him, um, Mr. Zulu, Spock, burp, nanu, nanu. Uh. Is there a time limit? Is there a buzzer? You only get uh, 15 seconds. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, damn it. That's um, the Starship Enterprise. Captain Zulu. They're going. That lady with purple. The big 
purple lady. You know, that African-American lady was the first one to be on a show like that. So, yay. I remember Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg talked about that. She, she said that when she saw Ahura was on the show, and then she ran into the other room and said, Mom, Mom, there's a there's a black woman on TV, and she's not a maid. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, she was the first one that was in a role like that. I, I can't. I get, I'm sorry. Okay, I think Spaceship Enterprise is good all, enough. All right. Star Trek. Star, see, that's what I said. Star Trek. Oh, you said Space Invaders, which is okay. a video game, but that was close. All right. Here, close. We have this one. Okay, two main characters. I get 50% on that. I'll, I'll give you half credit. Now, but just because if you didn't get that, you're not going to get three. Um, all right, so two main characters. Ready? It's Rick Sanchez and Morty Smith. Cheech and Chong. Uh, it's Rick and Morty is the name of the show. <laughs> I tried to be helpful there. All right, so that's an X. Uh, Neo and Morpheus. Nemo? No, Neo. N-E-O. Aquatic, aquatic Man. Yes. No, it's uh, The Matrix. Okay, uh, how about Groot and Rocket? Rocket? No, Rocket, like a, like a Elon Musk's Rocket. Um, I am Groot. No, Ren and Stimpy. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, here we go. Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. The Empire Strikes Back. I was thinking Star Wars, but that is Star one Wars, of the movies. Star Wars. Yes, yes, it's, you get credit. I thought all of them were called Star Wars. Like, it's all called Game of Thrones. Woo, you're one and a half. Okay. Okay, Arthur Dent. And Ford Precinct. Men in Black. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, okay. So close. You got one and a half out, out of six. Any any guy on my side of the of the world would have gotten six out of six on this. No like, way. Nobody would have missed any of these. So, so next I can week, say you, to you, like ninety day fiance, like who is David's wife? No, no, you need to give me two of the main characters of some movie or television show. A show that you would watch like your bad words or something. So like who you know? Jojo pick and the 12th season of no. The Bachelorette. No, you have to say like Zach and I already forgot the dude's name that was uh, Mark's brother. You say those two characters' names, and I would say, oh, that was Peanut Butter Falcon. See, I gave the names of the top two characters in the show. So one of the movies that, that like a famous movie that anybody, like The Notebook, who are the two main characters in The Notebook? Noah and can't think of her name well then you don't don't use that one it'll come to me in a minute so this is going to actually require me to look up stuff yeah you have to do a little bit of prep for the show surprise surprise i don't know okay bridget Bridget jones would be one of the characters diary yeah that would be what i would guess so you see what i'm saying so you know sleepless in seattle who the main characters are tom hanks and meg ryan those are the actor and actresses so all right so you one and a half obviously an idiot (laughs) you can't even name the ones from your own movies that you like no i cannot all right you know what i like to learn things like and you know i just like to just get in and get out like i don't want to take a quiz i don't want to you know, sit around and talk about it. I just want to enjoy it. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. All right. So the last thing is our exits. Like, we could do a, an exit of, like, hee-haw, you know? I did like, darn, that's the end. I like that. I'm adding that, but you know, we Why need to Why don't we say always some... use a different word, like farewell or adios or c'est la vie or ciao or, um, you know, a different a different word. And that's the whole exit like all of a sudden we're talking about things ciao and then we're done <laughs> i don't think you can do it like that well that's what i'm saying is it but i think we can be like well steve it was a lovely number seven and you know i'm gonna go have drinks in the yard with my friends and you're gonna go do what you do build a computer and 
we are signing off. We're signing off for this episode. And cheers to that. Cheers to a lovely Monday. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao and uh, and adios and aloha. Aloha. That's a good one. Okay. All right. It means hello and goodbye. Right. Just like they said Beatles song.